Peace, everyone. Peace, everyone. Um, I don't have my mic with me today, but that is okay because I am not at my apartment. <laughs> so we got a great packed show for you guys today. Again, Tommy Nation Politics. If you don't know who he is. Tommy Nation Politics. Been slack. Like, they should know who you are by now, Tommy. They really should. <laughs> and hate me. And hate me. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm back. <laughs> He's back for a second installment of the unsavory politic. Um, and politics. like I said before, this is where you know I wanted to create a segment that's adjacent from all the other contents that I do um, to put an emphasis more on respectability and of understanding what politics is and how we can combat as a working class. Um, so this is why I, I called it unsavory, because we're going to talk about things that are going to trigger people. Maybe it won't trigger you, but it's going to trigger somebody. Um, so it is. It'll trigger them. <laughs> unsavory. It'll be triggered. <laughs> well, tell, Tommy wants you all triggered at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, that's the only true version of woke, honestly, to be enlightened, to be aware. Right. Like, oh, it's yeah. funny how the right wingers literally use woke as a uh, oh you're woke, bro. Woke <laughs> means awake. It means a, you're asleep. Opposite of sleep, awoke is sleep. So you sleep. Right. And you gotta be. You gotta check out. You gotta be aware of what's going on in your community. I'm aware. Hell yeah. And the yes, police are. are at it again. I we yes. see. With, as with we that. see. Being aware of that. It's funny. It's funny. Like uh, so, they have no idea why the Scorpion unit. Had Tyree Nichols in the first place. It's oh, the chief. Yeah. The chief, chief Selena Davis said, she, "No, she said, she said it's unclear why she he was even stopped. She doesn't right. even know. It's unclear if Jeffrey Epstein was in federal prison and killed himself, commit suicide. It's unclear how this man brought, got, got brought up in a freezer. He froze to death in a freezer. How did that happen? At the same, and way. you know what's crazy, guys? The person that exposed this." It's without a job, but everyone that cover it up, they still got a job. <laughs> let's just explain like the situation. So tell, say the yeah. situation. So let's go to the clip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just play. Well, this is this is from this is from a local news. Uh, I apologize, Alabama. news station here in Alabama. Again with breaking news in Walker County tonight, where a lawsuit has been filed against the sheriff and other jail officials. Good evening to you. I'm Ben Hoover. I'm Sherry Jackson. The family of Anthony Mitchell, who died while in police custody last month, has filed a wrongful death lawsuit. CBS 42's Carly Lang joins us live in studio with what we know about this case right now. Carly? This is one of the most appalling case of jail abuse the country has seen. That's the first line of this nearly I don't know, the most appalling. lawsuit filed on behalf it's kind of, of like a of Saturday Anthony for these Tony guys. Mitchell's family. Yeah. We have obtained oh, yeah. surveillance video from inside the jail 
showing Where's Sandra Bland? carried out and placed in a sheriff's patrol unit. Where'd As she we go? reported last week, this video contradicts oh, God, the statement know. we received so from Where the, the fuck is Sandra Bland? about Mitchell's condition when he left the jail. We do want to warn you this video may be disturbing to some viewers. Claims made in this lawsuit give a closer look into look, what Mitchell's family believes happened to him during his two weeks in the Walker County Jail. According to court documents, Mitchell froze to death. The lawsuit states he arrived at the hospital with a body temperature of 72 degrees. That's that wild. lawsuit claims Mitchell was likely placed in a restraint chair in the jail kitchen's walk-in freezer or similar mm. environment and left there for hours. Now, since obtaining this video and receiving this lawsuit, we did reach out to the Walker County Sheriff's Office for comment. We have not yet heard back at this time. If you would like to take a closer look at this lawsuit, you can find this story on our website. That's CBS42.com. Now, this is an ongoing investigation. Be sure to stay tuned to CBS42 News on air and online as more details. So it's an ongoing investigation. Ongoing. All it's ongoing. Ongoing yeah. investigation. And, and and they didn't they didn't go into detail, but when you referred into the article, guys, this was covered up. There was no mention of it. The only reason why it's out on the news now is because a police officer decided to be a good cop and expose it, and she did, and then she got fired. So she better watch her back, bro. Cross the but board. you know, the sad part is that when you Next. are an activist in police brutality, um this is very common. You see the cover-ups. You see, for instance, um, what's happening right now with Stephanie Washington's case in New Haven. Uh, she was shot by a Yale, a Yale police officer, a college police officer in her own neighborhood, adjacent from the Yale campus. And she was also shot by a Hamden police officer who was just coming in across the border and shot at a New Haven resident. And Yell is trying to say what that- is a, what is a university cop doing with a gun? What the fuck? Dude, I know. In, in New England. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? Did they, they give him guns? Shit. Yes, they are strapped. I could have died. I could have died <laughs> while going to college, bro. I'm so glad right. I didn't cross these guys. It's, it's uh, unheard of. And they didn't even shoot a student. They got, and I hope they never shoot a student. They shot a kid in her early 20s that was just hanging out with her boyfriend. What was the reason that they gave? Do you remember that? Um, so we, we're getting off topic, but we got to talk about this. No, this is my fault. Like, I brought it up. I have to know it, this. It reminds me. Yeah, it reminds me of this situation. So Paul Witherspoon was her boyfriend, and he got into an argument with somebody at the gas station, and they called the cops on him and said that he was, like, you know, being an asshole and all that stuff like that. So, you know, the cops, they did the little investigation. And since it was like at the borderline, one of the Hamden cops came in. Um, and yeah, they, they shot up their car and she got shot in the face. And one of the one of the bullets that shot her in the face was traced to the Yale police officer. But now Yale is saying that they have no proof that that's the officer's bullet. And they're denying that that's the officer's bullet. So that's let's a whole just, other debacle. Let's just look up all of the people that went to Yale that decided that. Right. Let's um. Right. Uh, so your question: Did Alabama police cover up freezing man to death? Yes. The more, uh, I think, deeper question is like, yeah. how are we seeing the? This is a, this isn't like not really an appalling like display of what the cops do when they're bored. You shouldn't be surprised. 
they have a, they're dogs. They're literal dogs. Why do you become a cop? For power. Right. You, you don't want to work those hours. You don't want to put yourself in uh, immediate danger because why? You want to better your community? A lot, of, like 10% do. 90% of them were bullies in high school, were nerds, and they want power. They have a power complex. They killed and uh, de- defecated on uh, animals. They, yeah. uh, they, they had drug dependencies like cocaine and fucking uh, no-dos. They crunch them while they're waiting for you to stop you. And they need just a reason for to inflict pain. As Pain is literally, it's literally uh, something that they think is uh, funny. So these guys are not, these guys are literal animals, these police. Yeah, and, and you know when- I don't think training's going to help, honestly. I think literally, oh, yeah. literally have to, we Change have to it. stop the police. We have to defund yeah. the police. And I, I say again, defund the police. And every time anybody says, don't defund the police, well, you want to have both the police? Guess what, guys? I don't need police because when people call the police, it makes yeah. the situation worse. It escalates the situation. They, they, they want to know what everybody's great. doing. They want to know what's in everybody's pockets. They want to know what everybody smells like. They want to know all these things, guys. Whenever you call a police officer, it means that things are going to get worse. Yeah. And that's what the trend is. We literally know it. These people have a behavior that's uh, it's, it's literally documented. Yeah. What's his name? A tr- a Chauvin. Leaning on uh, a neck. These people think it's fun. They yeah. think it's kind of fun. So and you know, this is, what the, this is what who the people are that are protecting us. Yeah. And why yeah. do they feel that way? Because and you there's know, a lot of Tommy, pressure. There's a lot of quotas. Yeah. This when you talk about it, literally, I'm sorry. Needs to, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just. It, <laughs> pisses, it just pisses me off when I saw this. Uh, you sent me this. When you sent me this. It's like how many times are we going to watch the fucking police do animal things? barbaric draconian things just out of fun and spite and a power complex and then how many times are we going to blame single mothers or mexicans how many or oh it's the immigrants guys look at the fucking pictures and see who got the fuck was carried out of a freezer carried out carried out think about that was it the single mothers guys that did that there were no single mothers there was there any immigrants illegal immigrants was there a no there wasn't Yep. So guys, fuck you and pay attention. Get what I mean. Listen, like anyway, when we talk you. about like, oh no, you're fine. No, dude, the anger is justifiable. It's just like, so frustrating, bro. People have to understand that this is just literally, especially as us being black. Yes, this was a white guy, and it happens to them too. So when they try to say it doesn't, you know, they are also harmed. White men are also harmed by the police a lot. We have the well. statistics. Uh, on the show, uh, Jamar had the statistics, guys. They literally broke their record in yeah. uh, brutality. It's all and it's they're all aware racist. of Black Lives Matter. Everybody, yeah. They have police body cams. They still can't control themselves, guys. And the arrest, the arrest, and the, and the targeting is more rampant in the urban communities. But we can't now overlook what happens in the suburbs and and in, and in the country as well, too. Um, so when when you talk about how they enjoy this, this is actually factual. You do see hundreds and hundreds of accounts of them laughing at the pain that they cause, especially with this kid, with this guy who had mental health issues, which is another another thing that people have to understand. Majority of people murdered by police have mental health issues. It's this is very very common. Or they're poor and have no uh, getting. Yeah. You know. And then, yeah. and then, and then, and then, when they do the safety checks, you're basically sending an assassin. A lot of people get murdered with safety checks. 
So, so, so I feel like white people know this already. And so when they call the police because some black person is listening to music too loud, or when they call the police because some uh, somebody is being noisy in the store, I feel like that's actually they know that it's a death warrant for us. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, what do you think about that, Jamar? The fact that they still do it, knowing I mean, that they, no, they know what's going to happen I if agree. they do that. So I they want to kill us. Remember what do you this think? Am girl I crazy? that was in the no, no. Remember this girl that was in NYC. Um, she was she was basically calling the cops on this guy that was like bird watching. It was a black guy who, who, who was gay and he was bird watching. Um, I can't think of her name, but she literally said that I can call the cops right now and they will come and get you and, and F you up. Like she said it like as in a power of authority that she has the capability of doing this if she wanted to. So yeah, that gives you <laughs> how they oh, like yeah. to use uh, the police for their beatdown crews. <laughs> but, I just think like, it's the disregard of human life. Like we're literally, we are expressing that over and over and over again with yeah. the people in tent cities, like our economics. Our inflation is based on uh, raising rates to get people to not be able to afford the cost of living and, and their wages are stagnant. It's like literally built to get you into prison because of poverty, because of desperation, and then get you to work. It's like literally the slavery. Yep. It's funny because they made slaves back in the day. Then they couldn't do slavery anymore because of the war. So they did sharecropping, and they got yep. you on their fields that way. And you couldn't afford the land that they promised you ever. Then all of a sudden, oh, you know, no, there's there's a free market. Yeah, The free market is the third ring of slavery. I just want you yeah. to know that. Yeah. Guys. And what is the solution? So we know that this guy, they literally were there. When you read more about what happened to him, they were basically leaving him there and they were joking about him being in there. They even had other police go look into the window to check him out and laugh while he was being unresponsive. It was he was basically their entertainment for the day. Um, and I guess they took it seriously when they found out that he was dead. And it was, and then they, they didn't want to say anything about it. Yep, that's did what they, we need did, to know. We need no it. names. This ongoing investigation. This is ongoing, so we don't know who was the ma who made the decision, who 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 was the ones laughing. We don't have all that information. I guess this is not a one-off. I guess the Tyree Nichols thing was a one-off. I guess it's never going to happen again. Where we get the mm -hmm. information, right? Right. It took a black woman to get uh, fucking transparent with the country. Uh, but uh, so do you think that this uh, story is going to just dissipate and people are going to forget about it because it was a white person that was frozen to death in the freezer? Yeah, probably. And and that's another thing with identity politics. We need uh, to understand that we have working uh, class issues. And yes, Black Lives Matter is just as important as any other group that's fighting against police brutality. But we, they need to come together instead of just saying, oh, it's just a black thing. It's more than that. It's a working class. Issue. It is a working class thing. And we need police. And we need we need police to understand this, and if they don't, then we need to abolish police. We need to abolish. And then police. we need to bring up a system that brings up better public safety, and also looks at what crime really is. Are we really going to put somebody away for years just because they stole because they were hungry? Are we going to put somebody away for years just because they stole because they didn't have clothes? Like we need to really reevaluate this right. system. It's sad that two million people of our population 
is in these prisons. Twenty five percent of our population, I think, is part of that. And we make we're, our prisons are bigger than any other country in the world. As they try to just talk junk about maybe Russia or China. China doesn't have two million people in their prisons. China Where has work camps though, and they have sweatshops. Well, that's what the um, I know you're you're talking about with the the so the soe where we started shipping our our uh, companies from the U.S. over to China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's. Don't that's they have Uyghurs? Uyghur camps? That's, no? Now that's the that's not real. That's debunked. That's propaganda. Not real. Try to yeah. So I'll, I'll show you the information later. Yeah. I mean, it would be communist to like tell people exactly where they're working and tell them how for how much. Communism. Yeah. Is correct. Communism is a little out we, there. We 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 they do we do believe in a a, a a one class instead of having multiple classes. Um, but the Uyghurs, the camps. I'll show you the information. It's really them going to just learn how to get back to society. A lot of people don't get that there's a lot of terrorist attacks that has happened in China as well, too, just like what happened here in other countries. They don't address Did their government issue. do the terrorist attacks as well, just like ours? Um, on their own country? We didn't kill... They didn't kill a million Iraqis like we did. Uh, <laughs> they didn't overdo it to that extent. They just thought, okay, we have an issue here, so maybe we should, you know, have a school for these people and they they actually did get a school and then they graduate and then they you'll see the video I'll, actually maybe we should do a class on it for I think that's a good thing to do so people that would be see what's going on there. Yeah. i know they eat dogs i know they fucking release the virus out of the entire fucking world <laughs> and i know that um basically they're fucking red dragon i know that that guy li- likes kidneys he likes to steal people's kidneys oh my god i don't know if you're joking <laughs> I'm not joking, bro. Like, I don't like the government, the fucking Zhejiang. I don't like the Red Dragon and oh, the Communist well, Party of China. So, so Tommy's, Tommy's not into GGP. But, you not, know, that's actually the Xi next uh, conversation that we're going to have. It actually. is, because, like, what are we going to do now that we're not making these decisions? <laughs> Xi Jinping and Putin are making decisions. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, well, yeah, I mean, well, to be final with the policing thing, um, we we need we need to uh, do a different system. You know, when Native Americans, um, they had issues with making sure public safety was for their tribes, stuff like that, and they used tactics like mediation. Um, they didn't have prisons. There was no prisons. Prisons did not exist in this land until the white colonizers came. So there is a different way to take care of our community, and we can do it with or without uh law enforcement because they protect property guys that's the also whole the whole idea of prisons like w- the reason why the native americans didn't have prisons was because like they're like why why do you want to torture a man why yeah. can't you put him to work why can't you rehabilitate him prisons yeah. are for again the whole concept of prisons is for our mental state to break down because we're human beings we like spaces we like to manifest our destiny get a human being in a space make him solitary serve mm-hmm. him three meals a day I mean, the whole thing is a tour is enhanced interrogation. The whole the whole idea of prison and police is literally torture and it's uh, brutality. And yeah. I don't understand why these white people literally think it's protecting us when it's never protecting us at all. The FBI, oh, yeah. what are they doing? They haven't done a goddamn thing since prohibition. They're just why don't they fucking just, police. They're just helping out with putting more people in prison, you know. <laughs> That's what Why don't they help out these investi- <laughs> ongoing investigations? Why don't we fucking help? Hey, uh, Federal Bureau, Michael yeah. Ray, help out these and another o- thing. ongoing investigations, guys. 
a lot of these people, majority of people that are locked up are arrested. They, like people think about the murderers and the rapists and stuff like that. And yes, we need to find a way to deal with that as well too. I don't disagree, but they're not majority of the population in prisons. You're looking at people that are locked up for selling weed, for for like you know, like it's like these uh, non-violent crimes. Tickets, they didn't pay these, because yeah. they couldn't afford them. Yeah. So we need to reevaluate. Should we be locking people up for these things? Like speeding tickets. Like we need to reevaluate all that. This could be too progressive. This is too, could be too progressive. <laughs> this is super progressive. <laughs> and look, other countries have also done the same philosophy as well, too. So it's not like this is a, a, a new thing. It's only new to Americans because they didn't read about it. <laughs> Sick. Like, Hold on that shit. People have abolished their own police and restarted their own systems multiple times in, in other countries around the world. So it's not like it's a well, we're the best and we're by we're uh, authoritated by God. <laughs> so let's get into because we were talking about China. So and, I think this I I just want to have thought about this. I'm sorry, but uh this what oh go ahead, actually you're gonna announce it. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I'm uh, just gonna just, give a, a good background on where this is coming from. This is so, funny. A lot of people don't know, a lot of people only know G7 and the undesecrated NATO. I hate NATO. But anyway, there are, in the East, there are also allies, just like how we have allies. And one of the biggest allies, especially for South Africa, which is why um, it is normal that South Africa is doing military drills with Russia and China in their own country because they're friends. And we do military drills with other countries all the time. And no one says nothing about that when we're actually, you know, uh, invading after we do those military drills <laughs> compared to everyone else that does military drills and don't invade, but okay, whatever. Um, China and Russia and South Africa, India, and Brazil, am I missing anybody? I don't think I am. They're called BRICS nations. They have basically their own G7, and they basically control um, or give an understanding of how the economic growth will look around the world, especially in the East. While we say we control the whole world, we really don't economically because China and Russia has rose to power and other governments and the, hege the hegemonic hold is changing. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I don't get why we need a unipolar world. Um, we have tried that and mil millions of people have died under the people that control the unipolar world. So China, people were saying that China is helping Russia. What does that look like? It, does it look like they're selling them weapons? That's not true. They're not selling them weapons. Are they still doing business with them and keep and giving them new debit cards and stuff like that so they can be able to keep their economy growing? Yes, that, that is what they're doing. And they're also, the, the, the CCP has also shown a lot of history, but despite what the media says here, of trying to keep the peace. And this is what we're going to talk about right here. <clears throat> Let's go on to the clip. If people don't know about this already, I'm going to use Twitter because it's the best way to show everything here. If people don't know about this already, um, basically, China has released a 12-point peace plan to end the war in Ukraine. Now, the fact that they were able to do this in the DNC 
doesn't even want to, you know, entertain. What would peace look like in Ukraine? And when the West responded to this, I heard from a journalist who, I don't know his name. He's Honestly, he's not a journalist. He's just a guy who reads off a teleprompter. He was basically saying, oh, the reason why I don't like this plan, because it doesn't give the land back. That's not, that's not negotiable, bro. It's not negotiable, especially when Crimea's people, as much as people want to say, oh, it's not a legitimate vote. When you look into the Crimean news, when you look into the, to, I mean, people in Crimea that are on social media, they tell you inexplicitly 24-7, we voted to be a part of Russia. We left in 2014 because of that coup that was toppled, that was CIA backed, we left. The same thing happens later on um, in the Dumbass area where they also do a referendum voting as well too. And they left and, and now they acknowledge themselves as part of Russia. So the West saying that, oh, since that part is not in the plan, it's an illegitimate plan. Well, let's check out the plan. Let's look at a few things. I don't wanna go through the whole thing. Link will be in the description, but I wanna keep this at less than 40 minutes. So let's do this. Let's just look at the key points. Yeah. Let's look at the key points. Yeah. Uh, so what's so important is how much, when you look into this, how much they talk about peace um, and the importance of keeping peace in the hegemonic, um, a new hegemonic world. For instance, in the view of the feud crisis created by the war in Ukraine, the barriers and, and the exports of grain should be removed. All parties should implicate the Black Sea Initiative launched by Russia, Turkey, Ukraine, and the United Nations for grain supply. And I don't think that's a bad ask. <laughs> You're basically saying, we need food. We need to feed the world. This war is prolonging the world being fed. So it's important to end war so people don't starve. I mean, is that is that clear? Like, what do you think, Tommy? I think that's... Well, I know that uh, Ukraine is one of the... Uh, because of Peter Zihan, he said this on Joe Rogan. He mm -hmm. said that uh, the um, rice, the grain, is like literally one of the bi their biggest exports. They, yeah. they, Ukraine does a lot of that, and so Ukraine and Ukraine, Russia. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah. limiting the uh, the ban on that would would help Russia's uh, economic situation. They could, right? They could sell they could sell more grain. All, the one the, the stuff they haven't destroyed because of you know. Our bomb fire and all that shit and, yeah. and Molotov cocktails. Well, the thing is that Russia's grain is still going on, but yeah, well, yeah. grain is a hope. Exactly. That's why they literally, uh, Peter Zihan said that they literally aimed for the grain, the fields in, in Ukraine, so they wouldn't be able to produce anything and, you, and they'd have a monopoly. They were doing economic uh, warfare as well with, with uh, blowing up the, uh, the lands. So uh, it's interesting to hear about Russia. Yeah, what do you think yeah, about that, I mean, Jamar? I mean, here's the thing. They you have seen them slowly. Yeah, let's get to that point real quick. You have seen them escalate to that level slowly within a year process. And they do that because they need to actually their 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 goal. I'm not saying they need to. I don't like that they're in Ukraine, but their goal is to demilitarize uh the Ukrainian regime. Right. Right. And their goal is also to denazify the Ukrainian regime. I don't know about that. 
We'll see. Um, I mean, look, it's only about what what did what did um what's his name say? My our guy that we that we spoke to, uh, he said it was about four percent. Well, he doesn't agree that's four percent. He think it's more, but studies have shown that it's only a four percent influence, which makes Ukraine not really a Nazi state. But there is a huge Nazi influence because right. that's four <laughs> percent. So that's that's it. But yeah, so they slowly started to you know attack the power plants and all that stuff. And they did that after Ukraine started doing like you know terrorist attacks, like what happened with the Crimean Bridge. So it's well, when you go into a war, don't you intend to like fucking end it immediately before there's much casualties? Why I'm did glad they go you after asked this that shit? question because I'm just they to understand this. Putin did not see this as a war. He saw this. He calls it, which is another disagreement I have with Putin. Mm-hmm. He calls it a military operation. So he sees Ukraine as just being something to be toppled um, temporarily. He thought it would be easier than it was before. Yeah. Um, and even though the Russians have done a lot of damage compared to the Ukrainians when they, when they fight, they say at least... Two two Russians die compared to ten Ukrainians that die every time they go into full conflict. So clearly, Russia is a superior force. But he only sent in a hundred thousand people, and then he realized he needed to send in more Russians because the, the to to control the war because clearly things were getting out of hand. They they took twenty percent of the land, and they almost lost that twenty percent of the land because they didn't have enough forces to protect that land, and that was getting more Russian Ukrainians killed. Right, they didn't so, have the forces and they didn't have the manpower because we supplied the Ukrainians with manpower. All they have to do is fucking try to take out Zelensky. Have they been trying to do that yet? They're not I don't think they have. The American way of we've been trying to take out Putin. That's what we want to do. You we've know, been we literally like to try. Anybody. When we took out Gaddafi in Libya and Lizzie we Graham. started up slavery, we fucking literally <laughs> set it on Fox. <laughs> we're trying to take. We're trying to take him out. That's why he doesn't. He's not in the committees. Lizzie Graham. Right. He fucking right. tells everybody, we're trying to take out fucking, yeah, bloodthirsty yeah, I mean, motherfuckers. So you're saying Putin's not, not trying Russia to take works. out Zelensky? No, no, that's not how Russia works. If anything, they want to prosecute him. Mm. And they can't because he's also dual citizenship with Russia. I mean, he's, he's Russian. He's going to end Ukrainian. up with fucking bags in a helicopter, just like uh, that dude from Afghanistan. What was his name? Yes, that's what I'm seeing. What was his name? <laughs> Who was that president that we put in? I forgot his name. He was Abadadi. Abadadi. Something like that. Yeah, but dude, yeah, I, I'm seeing that. He's going to be running to Israel when this is over. So one year um, from now, we're going to fucking get the name Zelensky, bro. He's going to be <laughs> going to be in Tahiti or something. We, actually, so, we thank you for the global democracy. This is oh, not yeah. charity. This is not charity. Your money is not charity. This All is parties should understand that there's a need to maintain existing economic order. Yes. Okay. So we understand that. I'm sure Putin would understand that. What's no one, one should use the global economic uh, economy as a weapon for a political reason. Now, this well, is a shot will. at the United States right here. This is a clear uh, shot. Uh, okay, is it? Because then we do that. Yeah, that's a clear shot at the United States because that's exactly what we do. Yeah. We say that we have a world-free-based order and laws, but that, that just means that you – got to do what we say and if you yeah. don't we do whatever the hell we want that's a we shut, clear we shut shot the whole fucking the economy US. down because we wanted to get trump out we right. literally shut it shut it down do economic warfare all the time which i agree with that we so, and when it comes to economics we sanction one third of the world already so we already use economy as a weapon are there control. any of these points that are like controversial or something like that that we would uh we would uh 
not we would not like? I don't know because I actually agree with yeah all these points. Have you seen them, what the mainstream media <laughs> said? They're just like talking about it's a twelve point plan. Yeah, Ooh. they're not actually going into detail because I know I looked. Detail, I looked at Newsweek. I looked at MSNBC. <laughs> I looked at Yahoo Finance. I couldn't even fucking get the twelve points. Like, I'm not <laughs> supposed to report this shit. Right. Where do I find the 12 points in the 12 point plan? Oh, it's horrible. Oh my God, they're doing shit without us. Yes. Could, you, could you really believe they actually came up with something without us? We're supposed to do something. G7 Summit somehow. Get Biden over there. Yeah, so yeah, get Kamala over there. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, Tommy, it's, it's uh, fucking interesting when, you, when they say that something's bad and then you look into it and you're just like, well, this is actually sensible. Yeah, bro. Like Rachel Maddow, bro. Everything she says is just like, ah, oh, whatever. Uh, Russia? Russia? <laughs> Russia? It's like Russia? Or I'm not sure. I don't know. Russia? I'm just like, Rachel, for seven fucking years, you've literally said Russia, Russia, Russia. Everything you said was a lie. And now, yeah. aren't you embarrassed? How, how come she's still on TV, bro? I thought she was gone. I thought she fled. Yeah, cool. yeah, these people are still on TV. And uh, Nicole Wallace, bro, uh, we need to crush these guys. That's uh, this, this small yeah. point plan help crush these neocons that are literally just uh, like they don't want this to work because there's only one clear reason they want the war to continue, right? Because they want exactly. us to sell weapons and arms that's feeding the the uh, our, you know, our profiteers like Boeing and Lockheed Martin and, and Raytheon. So yep. the stock's going up there, and then we can what. Because we don't export anything anymore, except for arms to other countries. Right. And we literally right don't have here, any more exports. This right here is a shot towards Ukraine and also America. Civilians and prisoners of war should be protected during war. All parties involved in the conflict must adhere to the international humanitarian law and refrain from attacking civilian targets, protect women, children, and victims of war. The basic rights of prisoners of the war should be protected. That's definitely a shot at the Kiev regime because the Kiev regime was shelling the Donbass region, killing civilians, using schools and stuff for their battlegrounds for years. And the U.S. just went to sleep and ignored it until Putin invaded. And That's now we were double tapping hospitals. We yeah. can told everybody. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And I, and, I, and I think that's, you know, like even with the prisoner thing, they're a prisoner of war. They have rights. They should be protected, but they're being tortured. Who they, knows if China parts. really will live up to this 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 point? I was waiting to see if you're skeptical. because <laughs> yeah, they're doing lockdowns like motherfucking Jagger, where okay. like they're already mm -hmm. fucking doing the, the thing that they said not to do. Well, here's the thing. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I got to send you the breakthrough news video because they talk about that on breakthrough news. They had one in the uh, journalist from Shanghai. Um, the protests and stuff are like a few hundred people and they're actually protesting their provinces, not the government. The government is basically like the uh, the body that guides the provinces, like federally. And then they have- their So they're not state pro laws, protesting like, the lockdowns? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, some are and some are not. A majority are not and in, in a, in a lot are. Um, she goes in to explain that they're basically protesting whatever jurisdiction their promise the, the provinces are doing because some of the provinces like states basically some states have different COVID laws than others in China just like how we have different COVID laws than others so what you're seeing is people are protesting 
based on where they're at or what that COVID law is. But the U.S. is saying that this, no, this is entirely the CCP when the CCP has their own guidance rules where they tell you, well, there's less cases now. We could uplift, have some things open up, but some states don't feel that way. Some Who states, tells them that? Who's the, who's the CCP? Who's the, the, CCP, the, uh, who's the CDC the, of the CCP? Uh, I, don't, I, I think that's passed by pages. Is it the Red Dragon? <laughs> I don't know. The Zhizhou? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. That's basically what's really I'll happening. have to read into this. Okay. Yeah, I'll send you the... I'll send you the uh, actually, just go on Breakthrough News and hit China. I'll just send you the link. No, like I won't. It... <laughs> Legal snowflake, liberal leftist, wokeist. Yeah. What yeah. I like about it, guys, is how they actually talk to people that live in that country. You know what I mean? Instead of just getting some um, American Chinese person that probably hasn't seen China in like what twenty years. <laughs> no, let me get this straight though. There are lock- <laughs> there are lockdowns, right? There are lockdowns. Yes, and they're but fine not with every it? the majority. Not of all are the whole country is locked down. Um, yes, there's 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 people that are actually fine with the lockdowns because only five thousand people have died in China from COVID compared mm-hmm. to our one million. So it has actually helped keep life so a lot of the old chinese people especially are like i don't i don't i don't mind this <laughs> but then you know there's the young ones are like no freedom and look i get it i don't like lockdowns yeah. neither i don't, I don't either it. but i don't go out and protest i just you know bro connecticut's lax i'm enjoying that <laughs> that's all i can do <laughs> i mean there are other yeah I mean, the American way is life, liberty, and happiness. And these, right. yeah, but uh, they're China. So I like how you said that. that. I like how you said the American way, life, yes. liberty, and happiness. I love that part. Different culture. You need to live know? up to that part. They have a different culture. So. Their culture is weak. It's not winning. <laughs> Low ratings. It's disastrous. <laughs> disastrous. Are you ready for this uh, Republican primary, Jamar? Can you wait, bro? Oh, not really, it's already bro. begun, bro. Not dude, really. Trump's goons are literally combing through DeSantis's uh, past, bro. Like, uh, he's got the wolves on him. Uh, except for Mike Pompeo, because he's running. Mike Pompeo literally thinks that he could try to be the president. Like, he's not a war criminal who fucking literally tried to kill Julian Assange. Mike Pompeo, literally. Mike, Mike Pompeo? Running for president? Don't you want to hide? <laughs> don't you want to fucking hide in terror that we might fucking arrest you and actually under the penalty of war crimes try you well with other nations <laughs> like literally if we could get together with iran and syria and libya and try your ass that would be a day where you could fucking be run for president we're run for president yeah. in the nuremberg trials we These don't need a war people are hilarious, bro. we don't need These a war criminals they keep trying to run for president i'm surprised john brennan from the fbi doesn't run after he fucking lied about yeah. that dossier, steel dossier. We should definitely, guys. I'm, I'm saying, guys, we should definitely have an episode about that too. Uh, and actually, have an episode about of that how more we should on your show. Talk well. about that. Hey, maybe we should. Because you want to talk about the other thing. Maybe we should talk about all the we people talk about that, that are literally on television <laughs> talking to Rachel Maddow about our national security that tortured people and literally went to other countries without our president's knowledge. Yeah. To do coups and do chemical weapons attacks to blame Assad. Yeah. And they're still on there's literally still on television. They're on Twitter every day talking about how Joe Biden 
Joe Biden has his war crime is was North Street Pipeline. That was his one. He finally became president, by the way, Jamar. Our president finally became president. He did his first war crime by himself without the Obama administration. The, the North Street Pipeline was Joseph Robinette Biden's sole, a unique, original war crime. Mwah! This is going to be another now. episode, by the Mr. way, guys. President. I'm prepping Mwah! for this, actually. The first I'm, war crime. Mwah! Yeah. Delicious. I'm prepping. I'm prepping for this episode right here. I'm prepping for the North Stream Pipeline. It's going to be on unsavory politic, and we're going to go in on every single detail so we can stick it into these people's head that your government is out here doing terroristic attacks. Because think about what this does for Germany's economy. Our ally. They dropped billions of dollars into that pipeline as well. We just, we not only did we fuck over Russia business agreements with uh, Europe, which is they just so focused on, but we also fucked over Germany. In a huge way. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're tired of fucking over our own citizens. We need to fuck our allies now. Yeah. And so we're going to, yeah. we'll get it done. We'll get it done, fat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we uh, blew it up. And um, so, like, guys, am I, uh, am I like really um, sad or mad about this whole China point plan? Am I surprised about China and um, Russia coming together and try to solve issues right now? Because no, because no, we're not. Yeah. So literally, this is what we have. This is what happens, guys, when we're fucking, uh, when we're cretins, when we're horrible people, when we're uh, barbarians, and um, we're unethical, and we're lying yeah. and corrupt. And this and is a other countries point, literally think that they, sh- we- they should cut us out of it because we'll just, yeah. uh, we'll just fucking ar- arm their rebels with fucking weapons or overthrow or put in puppet leaders yeah. that are like Guido. So they're tired of our shit, bro. They're tired of our shit, bro. They are. A lot of a lot of people right. don't see Except that for Germany. The, the world is like very they when they say that the world is with us, they're only talking about Europe. Why, why is Jamar, why is it Germany tired of our shit? What's up with that? Um, I don't know, but is it because of the Nazis? That so Chancellor of, is weak. Stuck. That How in the weak. world is she must be, bro? But even look, even fucking Trudeau. Bro. Yeah. You'd yeah, be like, no, oh, he's... hey, look, hey, this is inappropriate. <laughs> we we can't be going around blowing each other's pipelines. You know, we're neighbors, you know. Look here. Yeah. It's not what it is about. She's just like, oh, yeah, Russia did it. Oh, no, it's a guy. Oh, wait, you're talking about. Um, who the, is it? Um, the, the prime minister. I don't know who it is. the prime minister? I think you're talking about the prime minister. Yeah. Whoever's in charge, how are they taking our shit like this, bro? Because he's weak. And Angela Merkel was a better leader than he was. Angela Merkel was the one that put that North, helped put that North Stream yeah. pipeline together. She went to Biden's office when he became president because she was leaving and told him, this is happening. We're going to make money and you're not going to stop this. No, but I guess no, Biden in the back of his head was like, over my folks is good money. And then what happened? And then Merkel left. Merkel left. The, left. New, the new person. And this new, person. new fuckhead came in, and he's just been bending over every time Biden says something. He does. He's a yes man. Hmm. He wouldn't and have to be installed by our right CIA, now. would he? Probably. <laughs> Asraf Ghani, bro. Asraf Ghani was the president of Afghanistan. He's the guy who's Zelensky's going to be the next Asraf Ghani. You swatch, bro. Dude, Zelensky, you're 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 uh 
your comedian career is over after this. Like, I think he's just going to flee to Israel when it's over. You and better I think flee it's... to Israel, bro. That's the only way we can't fucking. Neither of us can kill you. <laughs> we could we gave him an iron dome. AOC yeah. cried. Yeah. But you're safe. You just stay <laughs> at the fucking promised land, Zelensky. I mean, but look at India. India's own, GDP is literally larger than UK's GDP. They outdid their own colonizers. And they're not on on par with this war. In fact, they're on Russia's side. They're taking oil from Russia, making billions of dollars and selling it. Um through themselves they're actually taking it flipping it and selling it to another country it, uh, it's like as if this war has benefited russia in such a way economically that they just keep sanctioning them and they're the most sanctioned in the world and they keep saying their economy is failing but it's really not i mean hold up i got let me show you something don't take it from me guys this actually this 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 is actually a very informative i should have added this to the show so i'm i'm gonna play this right now it's it's a journalist that lives in Russia. She's an American journalist. Um, she works for RT, and she actually gave a testimony about how she lives in in Moscow and what goes on there. So let, let's just play that real quick. It has been nearly one year since only have the predictions that were made by the Western politicians implementing those measures not become a reality. But now, even the establishment media outlets, who were once cheering for the isolation of Russia, are starting to admit that the ultimate global pressure campaign has failed. And just a quick note here, I'm an American journalist currently based in Moscow and working for RT International. For the last eight months, I have seen headline after headline talking about how the Russian economy is struggling or how it's about to crumble altogether, but I've yet to see any evidence of that here on the ground. In fact, not only have I not seen shortages of food and supplies or skyrocketing prices as some other countries are dealing with right now, but the initial effects of the onslaught of sanctions were quickly overcome with existing businesses adapting to the new changes and new Russian businesses coming along to replace the old Western versions that decided to leave the country. So it comes as no surprise then that the media is now finally catching up to the reality of the situation. With the New York Times admitting the West tried to isolate Russia, it didn't work. And the Associated Press acknowledging that's from that the there has been New no York Times knockout yet from the West sanctions on Russia. As for the sanctions targeting oh God, Russia's lucrative energy sector, so, Jamar, this is the reason why yeah. we underestimated uh, uh, Russia is because this is about leadership. And as Trump said in Newsweek, he issued an ominous thing. He said it's about leadership. It is about leadership. Is this your he is not here? good about leadership. Yeah, this is yeah. my. I don't know if anybody can see this, but leadership, guys, there's behaviors of leadership. They take responsibility for their actions. They tell the truth, make decisive decisions. They, they are good at transitioning. So you see all of these things, these sanctions. Because uh, Putin's a good leader, he was able to manage these transitions and, and benefit off of his resources. He knows his strengths. You're a and boss. How dare you yeah. say Putin's a good leader? Well, it's, it's, it's all doing what you say you're going to do, following through with what you uh, what your you know, your agenda is. This was the 2020 Democratic platform 
agenda. This was the because you you asked about the DNC plan for peace. So yeah. this is the DNC plan for peace. We're well on our way to. I don't know if anybody can see it. Should I screen that? Um, I can make it bigger. Here you go. I think I can. You, you, you just have to talk. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, we can see it. Yeah, go ahead. Can I see it? Yeah, All I right, can cool. see that. Oh, cyber threats. Oh, where was I? All right, good. I just lost my place. I fucking... All right, cool. Um, yes. Hunter humans rights. Sorry, I lost my place. I think it was up here. Hold on. Okay. So, um, they want to. Okay, here it is. Non-proliferation, guys. Democrats believe the United States has a moral responsibility and national security imperative. This is the 2020 Democratic Party platform to prevent the spread of nuclear war, chemical and biological weapons, and eventually secure their elimination. (laughs) Sounds like America. Isn't that amazing? Over the past four years, the Trump administration has done precisely the opposite. So... He's not warmongering enough. They blame Trump in their fucking platform. (laughs) They have to fucking mention Trump in their platform. That's how fake it is. That's how fucking fake their platform is. But um, literally, they talk about doing everything they can to not have nuclear war. They're doing a proxy war, which could could directly impact us into a hot war with nuclear superpowers. Then they talk about chemical attacks. And they literally did failed fifth grade science in Ohio and created an acid rain cloud. Uh, I mean, literally, these guys are so bad at their campaign promises. If you write, I, I want to see like them not write the shit down. That, that, that means it'll come true. <laughs> you know, guys. Anything they lo- say. Is yeah. Not- yeah, I love that, Tommy. You, you, you broke it down right there. Because when you listen to Putin's speech, which was in the last episode that I did, I played a part of Putin's speech and I played a part of Biden's speech. What was the contrast is that you see in between the two? Biden's saying, we're going to F them up, basically. We're going to win. We're, we're going to build a better democracy and we're going to do it violently. That was basically his speech when Putin spoke. And, you know, I'm, Putin is a Republican, by the way, guys, if you want to know his politics. He, he, the reason why he loved Trump so much, it wasn't because he, Trump was a Russian bot. That was actually false. It was just that he was a Republican and he valued a lot of morals that um, a lot of Republicans have here in the United States. People that actually know about Putin. Yeah, like fucking uh, hating gay people. Yeah, which was part of his speech as well. And towards the end, he was started going on his rants, talking shit about gay people. But before he did that mindless rhetoric, like Republicans do, he talked about how the United States wants to annihilate Russia, which is facts. They do, as we just read, how they speak, how they literally ban. I Russia don't know, Jamar, because again, the Democratic Party platform says it's in our interest to work with Russia to verify and limit and reduce nuclear stockpiles. Mm-hmm. And we build this on the foundation negotiate arms agreements that reflect on the emergence of new players like China. Okay, so we're according to the Democratic Party platform. If the Democrats got in power in 2020, that their uh, one of their directives would be to work with Russia mm. in getting rid of our nuclear weapons. But have they though? And it would also be to reflect on China's new emergence as a new player and work with them too. Oops, I guess we're not doing that. <laughs> 
again, I another part of his shit in their fucking platform is fucking 120 pages for nothing. You could yeah. just fucking take this Democratic Party platform and you could fucking crumple <laughs> it up and you could throw it in the fucking trash. Just like their fucking Black Lives Matter fucking ring, just like their fucking inequality, just like their fucking legalized marijuana pandering, just like yep. that listen to women me too pandering. You could just take everything they fucking write and say and throw it up in the trash and uh, it'll be the opposite thing happening exactly a year from now. So yeah. that's the lesson and, I learned. And you know that nuke deal is a, is a big part. That nuke tree is a big part. And the reason why Putin said... I'm glad they're doing it. I'm glad they're doing it. He doesn't know. He doesn't know if he should sign it. He doesn't think it benefits his country because they want to annihilate Why would he country. sign anything from yeah. us? We lie all the time. Yeah. And we don't even fucking follow through with our own... Fucking laws. Yeah, and it's not hard to not trust. We don't. What if someone <laughs> blew up our? What if someone blew up our pipeline? Yeah, like literally, oh, guys. If you just bro. fucking think about that, these right wingers, they we don't will even think send about the boys. If, if they mm. blew up the pipeline, send the uh, boys. Whatever, whatever. We blew up a pipeline. Whatever. What if we right. blew up a pipeline? Uh, that the, 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 the pipe. Oh, your gas would be high. You'd want to murder yeah. these fucking people. Yeah. Oh, the right wingers are yes, so fucking Neanderthals, bro. They're such Neanderthals. Yes, All you and, have to and, do, right wingers, is just like think about what would happen if you were that person. Just yeah. try to do that. Again, these are working class people. Russia has a population. No, they're bad. Million people. They're bad people. Bad people. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, Christian principles. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, how's I agree. How's this going to end, Tommy? Do you think we're going to be in a nuclear holocaust? 300,000 Ukrainians. It really all depends on us, Jamar. It really all depends on us. That's why I'm willing. That's why I I agree. I agree with uh, what, you know, we had that rally about the rally against the the war machine. And uh, Tulsi Gabbard, she said, we must unite. We must stand united against nuclear war. This is our, again, it's our fundamental rights of life, liberty, and happiness that these people are just, they're not thinking about. They're thinking more about economic uh, treaties they're thinking about summits. They're thinking about legislation. And they're thinking about things that are going to make them look good in the primaries and in the elections so they can get power. They're not thinking about the betterment of the promotion of our general welfare and securing the blessings of liberty. So we literally have to fucking come out of these two parties and, and do that ourselves. Yeah. I think that's the biggest solution. Honestly, it's, it's really up to us. You ask that question? It really yeah. is up to us. How long Honestly. can we... How long? Yeah. And we got to keep moving. The next the next big anti-war rally in D.C. will be in March 8th, 18th. And over 80 organizations will be there. So if you're not doing anything, come to D.C. on March When is it going to be? March 8th? March, yeah, March 18th. It's an all-day event. We're marching to the White House. Where, so, where, from, from where? Um, I think we're going to march from La- Lafayette Park or something like that. Um, Are you I'll, going? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there I'll with try my to go, bro. You know, I'd be fine. Yeah, it'll be it'll be really to. good to stand against the war machine again. We must. We have to keep doing it. Um, so hey, I mean, dude, what you just said literally is just what is the best way to close this show with, like, just give people hope that it's on us, and it is. It is. Winston Churchill said, "You must never, never, never quit." That's what we got to do. <laughs> All right. Well, this was another great episode of Unsavory Politique on the Jabari Block podcast. Um, And I want everyone to have a good day.
ってない